in. You are listening to Loops. We're back on the KFAI Mixcloud channel. My name is Miguel Odorola. I am so excited to be back. Right now, you are listening to Jeff Parker from his latest record, Sweet from Max Brown. So beautiful. So many amazing loops. The song's called Go Away. And then before that, you're listening to Flying Lotus from his recently released on vinyl Might Avail Sessions back when he had just dropped Cosmogramma. I'm so excited to be back on the air. Uh, I have so many records that I brought. We have brand new special guests. After our first season, we had about you know 10 or so shows, some amazing times in the studio, and I hope that was reflected in the music that you were listening to. So anyways, uh, I'm kind of going to go away for now, like Jeff Parker is telling me to. And then we have so much more music to go. A bit of a Gil Scott Heron special. We got some good jazzy vibes. And then uh, I'm just waiting for our guest to come to the studio. So excited. So anyways, this is Loops on the KFI Mixcloud channel. Thanks for listening.
pretty poly from quite a few years back, maybe 2011 or so, and before that you heard from Anika with Sudan Archives. Oh, 
first Kill Scott Harris song that I played not that long ago from one of his albums with Ronnie Jackson. The album's called Secrets, and the song is, of course, Angola, Louisiana. Such a smooth voice, such an amazing groove there. I love that record because it has a picture of a black cat on the cover. It just reminds me of my own little guy. You're listening to Loops. Our guest should be here any moment now, and when that happens, so I'll, I'll play a long track and let her in. For now, let's keep enjoying these vibes. Back when Ratchet was a ratchet and the vixen was a vixen and Jam Master J was a lob. I was mixing, cooking coke in the kitchen back when Robin was a piston. Mike was losing to Isaiah, but he soon will get his six one. Gave birth to my verbal imagination. Assume a virtue if you have not. Or better yet, here's a verse from Hamlet. Lo, we know who we are, yet we know not what we may be. So maybe I'm the one, or maybe I'm crazy. I'm from Marcy Houses, where the boys died by the thousand. Back when Pam was on Martin, yeah, that's where it all started. When this that was blotting carpet, alpaca. Nine millimeter when Slick Rick made Mona Lisa. When Lisa Bonet was Beyonce of a day, I had divas, y'all. Think I just popped up in this bitch like a fetus, nah. Pregnant pause. Give you some second thoughts. It's room on the bandwagon, donor butt. Marcy, man. Marcy, me. Streets is my artery. Vein of my existence. I'm the Gotham City heartbeat. I started in lobbies now. Polly with Saudis, I'm a Sufi to Goofies, I could probably speak Farsi, that's poetry, Rika Coca leaf from my past, came through the bushes smelling like roses, I need a trophy just for that, old Brooklyn, not this new shit, shit feel like a spoof, fat laces in your shoe, I'm talking busting off the roof, hold a Uzi vertical, let the thing smoke, y'all flirting with death, I be winking through the scope, shout out to all the murderers, turn murals, plural, fuck the federal bureau, Shout out to Nostranad, flushing that Myrtle. All the county of kings, may your ground stay fertile. Shout out to Big Papa, Daddy Kane, heroes. Thus concluding my concerto. Marcy me. Must be in the air. Just the way I 
Yo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I know what I'm going to play right after this track. Right now, you're listening to the Mad Lib instrumental Fake Names from the last Freddie Gibbs album, Bandana. Really a great record. Let's not, let's not forget about that. It's still out there. One of the best of last year. No, but after this, I'm going to play off the new Micaiah McCraven reinterpretations of Gil Scott Heron's uh, I'm New Here album from 2010. And that's the reason why I have all these tracks that I'm going to be playing probably later on in the, in the show. I'm going to play some of the Jamie XX version that came out a few years ago. Uh, but this Micaiah McCraven album, really check it out. It's so solid from front to back. The, uh, the full band interpretations really just augment everything. So anyways, that's up next. Loops. i 
you're listening to the new Moses Floyd album that just came out last Friday. It's called Dark Matter. And the song's called Y-O-Y-O. And right before that, some interest Muhammad. Album I picked up. Called Power of Soul. And that song was called... It's got a funny title. What was it? The Saddest Thing. It's a very sad title, but the song really didn't capture that for me. Either way, brilliant. And I think before that, you had heard Makai and McCraven. So amazing, that record. Please go check it out. You're listening to Loops, and I think the next song that I play is going to be a long one because that's when our guest is coming in. I'm going to go ahead and let her up so she doesn't find her way in herself, and then uh, we're going to go ahead and get back to the music. I might introduce her, and then we'll get back to the uh, back to a little interview, and then perhaps some music of her own. I'm really excited about that. Anyways, hope you're digging these vibes. I'll put the whole track list up on Instagram and Twitter for you can check it out. Thank you. 
dust the wind blows gently through fields of cane, singing to Azaka, reporting to concern Loa as the red sky begins its journey to dawn. It feels like heaven against a back wet from hours of cutting cane. The first sugarcane plant was brought to Louisiana from Saint-Domingue and stuck deep into the rich Gulf Coast soil, sunshine, water, and dirt. Triometrically opposed, maybe. Taken for granted, yes. Left to rot or drown. But intention is the greatest architect, and prayer becomes the prime mover. Mississippi competing with cotton rice, competing for sunshine, water, dirt, intentions, and prayer. Now some would argue that the introduction of sugarcane in Latazuni was part of the lowest commitment to protect its followers in foreign lands. With roots literally planted in Louisiana ground, the lower would also flourish in the tumultuous early days of La Louisiana allowing those that understand access to the mysteries of the Daomi and Congo, transforming fields of cane into proud pitomatans, connecting the spirit world of ancient Guinea to the living world of sunshine, water,
guest is here, Tensai Faise. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you can hear me okay? You're all good? Yep, I hear you great. Crystal clear. Um, and right now we're listening to Mary Ladmore. Before that, I know that you said that you were enjoying it. Um, it's from a new compilation of Somali like dus- uh, disco and funk music from like the 1970s all the way up to the 1990s. That's amazing. 
It was called Moga Disco. Oh, that is wonderful. I love it. Classic. Yes. Um, Tensai, real quick, do you want to tell the people who you are? Yeah, so my name is Tensai Foyise. I'm a musician in Minneapolis, Minnesota, also a poet, uh, write memoir and science fiction. And I have a show coming up next Saturday, 7th. The doors open at 7, 7.30, um, I get on, and I'm premiering 40 minutes of new music that I wrote, um, play a traditional instrument called a karat. I'm Ethiopian-American, and y'all should come to the show. Yeah, and that's right here, literally across the street Cedar from where Cultural we're recording. Cedar Cultural Center, yes. Yeah. Yep. If, if this is the first time that you're listening to Loops, which is totally understandable because it's the second season, we record live at the KFAI studios. It just goes up later. It's Great. It is. Cool. But everything is front to back live. Nice. So anyways, we'll talk more about your show and yeah. sort of your, your upbringing through music because I know this mm -hmm. is somewhat new to you in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really excited to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. So we've got a few songs left from me and we're about to near the hour. Uh, I think I'm going to have one more Gil Scott Heron song. And then right after this, we're going to go into some Pharaoh Sanders. So you're listening to Loops. This is Miguel. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>
Okay, it's one more for me, and then we're going to get into a conversation with Tensai Faise and uh, perhaps some other people. Tensai, can you tell me who you have next to you? Yes, yeah, so right now, Ariat Sarah Cham is here from Worthington, Minnesota. She's a childhood friend of mine, um, originally from South Sudan, and she's going to be singing with me on Friday, on Saturday night. Very cool, very cool. Well, in a little bit, I hope maybe we can get you on the mic too. We can talk a little bit about music. <laughs> it's all freewheeling. You're listening. Yes. <laughs> I'm just excited to learn. I mean, I've never met you before, so this is the time to talk. Yes. Just I'm all things music. For I think. All right, you're listening to Loops.
All right. You're listening to Loops. I am Miguel Odorola, and that's sort of my mix. That's that's it for me. I've been playing a lot of different records. I uh, ended that with Gold Panda, Brazil, from his 2010 album. It's a long time ago. Uh, Half of Where You Live. And then before that, uh, that was Pharaoh Sanders with, I'm forgetting the name, Morning Prayer. I, I think you like that one, right? Oh, yeah. I love all these songs. They're great. When I saw that it started with some harp, I was like, I'm going to play that yes, on the show. I love it. <laughs> yes. I love nothing more than that. Um, and with me, I have Tensai Faise. How are you? I'm doing great, especially after all those songs. Yeah. I hope it put us all in a good mood. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- the reason that I that I know Faise and I invited her to come on the show is that I saw you like perform very briefly at the closing of an exhibit by Ricardo Levins Morales. Mm-hmm. Um I forget exactly that so it's say tool, right? It was, yep. it was at say tool. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you had asked just people to sort of throw you like a word mm-hmm. and then you would just kind of make a song out of it. Yes. Do you do that a lot? Um, sometimes. Yeah. For fun. I mean, I grew up on uh, oral tradition and call and response is like a huge part of Ethiopian music. And so it's fun to just hear what's on the audience's mind and then to tell a story about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, just kind of like, do you want? Do you mind telling us a little bit about just that Ethiopian tradition and how much of that you really grew up around, right? What that mm-hmm. meant, and sort of why you've sort of taken that on into your own music now? Yeah, totally. So um, I was raised by my mother, who is from the northern highlands of Ethiopia. She grew up in the mountains uh, where she was born, and just music is just such an integral way of life. And if there is a wedding, if there is a baptism, if there's something going on, everyone is singing. You know, everyone's playing the drums. It's just it's just actively part of your day to day life to, however, step aside and say, I'm actually an artist who's doing this professionally. That's a little different for for our folks that are very traditional. But yet Ethiopia has such a huge, rich musical tradition and people love it. So um, I've grown up around it and I never saw it as I'm, I'm doing music. But now that I am doing music, I know that that's a key part of you know, what's been shaping me. And that's where it really started. Yeah. What gave you that push? Um, Just wanting to really celebrate and honor the folks that I love and the experiences that I was having. So I went with my mother to her village. And after I left, I was just, I had so much emotion about the place that I really wanted to sing songs about those places. And I wanted to give the give a sound to what it feels like to celebrate and reunite with your family maybe you haven't seen for your whole life or for over a decade right sure so it's really big yeah those are really big moments when you really see each other and you greet each other and when you say goodbye and so coming back to the music is like it's like this permanent thing that i have with me forever even if i can't call my relatives and talk to them since there's i can't really communicate with them in the mountains yeah and um you mentioned that for a longer time you've been doing poetry. That's yes. what you do. Yes. Um, and we had another poet in the show before, Sagira, um, who obviously kind of c- has continued on. But what are the sort of like connections, I guess, between like kind of that poetry that you were doing and kind of moving it onto music? I imagine it wasn't as hard as it might Definitely seem. Definitely not. Um, yeah. yeah, so Ethiopian poetry is just it's really deeply rooted. It's really beautiful. And actually, those who play karad and sing they're called Asmadis, and uh, an Asmadi in the traditional sense is actually a poet and a storyteller uh, and a historian 
and Asmatis are very well versed in Gitam and Kine, which is a form of rhyme. Uh, it's a form of uh, comedy as well. And these are the folks people call on when there's an event, there's a wedding, that whatever is going on, the Asmatis come and um, ha- make sure everyone has a good time. Um, and Asmatis are really good at remembering the different regions of, and places and the stories of that place. And they're really good at telling the poetry of, of the people across different ethnic groups. And so having started writing poetry in English, a lot of my writing was in English, I started to really be able to admire and respect also Ethiopian poetry. And then I wanted to Im- immerse myself in that style of poetry. And when I started to do that, it only made sense to sing along with it. Yeah. So what are the sort of themes that your songs kind of touch on or the works that you've been doing? Definitely a lot of uh, loss, but also finding each other again. And I've been traveling with my mother over the years because I'm also writing a memoir about her life and about my father's life. And so I've been going to all the places uh, that she lived and where she was before I was born. So I went to Sudan with her. I went to the Red Sea with her. I went to Ethiopia with her. I went to Turkey with her. I mean, I've just been traveling to all of these places with her just to get a real life experience of what what it was like there. And and in each of those places, there's a song for me about that time in my mom's life. And so it really is a story about healing. Essentially, it's um, it's kind of this. These songs is a series of songs that are really centered around the love I have for my mom and the things that I've learned from her. And she is the one who knows this tradition of music and poetry like no no one else because she's just raised in it. So she doesn't have to think twice yeah. when she shares these things. Yeah. Now, um, you're going to be performing at the Cedar Cultural Center, right, as part of uh, uh, yep. commissions, right, mm-hmm. that, that the Cedar's putting together. You you play a particular instrument. I'm going to ask you to pronounce it first, so that I'm going to try. Um, yeah, it's called the karar. The karar? Karar, yep. Okay, the karar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um why did you choose that instrument in particular um, to work with and, and sort of what makes it special? Uh, I just couldn't help but keep playing it. I mean, my family and friends saw me when I picked it up. Now that I'm doing a concert, it's kind of hilarious to them because <laughs> they're like, "What? this was a hobby. When did this become so serious? And it was just because like I couldn't put it down. I could not stop putting it down. My first karad was a traditional karad. It was made out of a gut string. I brought it to an instructor. I found an instructor to work with me and he looked at it and he was like, uh, yeah, maybe come back when you have a modern karat. You know, like he was like, I can teach you, but this is going to be really hard because it's a traditional peg system with a wooden stick peg system okay. for tuning. Okay. And I was like, well, how about you just try to teach me how to peg, like to tune this traditional uh, system? And he was like, all right, it could take us a long time. And I'm like, that's okay because this is all I have. And so he really respected how uh, committed I was to the instrument. And I'm actually glad I started with the traditional karat and I learned how to tune it the traditional way because that's actually how my elders have done it and that's how my ancestors have done it they didn't stop because they didn't have a modern tuning system yeah you know they had to learn how to they they made the instrument themselves right out of things that were in their everyday lives but and to, so to know that there's even instructors for that is that here in the twin cities no he's not he's actually oh. in michigan okay um, but even then yeah i mean it took me a long time just to find a teacher but i would talk to family friends who played the karad and be like, oh, will you show me? And it was funny because people grow up with it. It's not like you formally study it. Yeah. So I actually have many teachers and they play differently and they have different styles. Yeah. They come from different places. So those places influence them differently. But that's what I love. 
you know. Should we play one of the samples that you sure. brought? Yeah, yeah, I'll just do the first one. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about it beforehand? Yeah, so this one is uh, in reference to a really common call and response song, Abai Maro. It goes, Abai Maro, Kashinausir, So it's a farm song, and my mom was like, You have to sing the song. And I told her, This has to be original music, mom. I'm not going to do it like sing Abai Maro. And she said, the song belongs to everyone. And she really challenged me on that. So did my instructor, because Ethiopian music, you everyone creates a different rendition of it. And it's a song that's like asking who are all the farmers that are out there right now? Like, come, okay. come in, you know, and let's celebrate together. But when I sing it, it sounds a lot more sad. And I think it's because I can't call on them to come because they're so far away from me. So the song that I wrote inspired by that takes on a whole different uh, meaning to it. Cool. And I'll be premiering that. Oh, nice. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play that. And <clears throat> I might need to turn it up a little bit. Who, who, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, so that was actually the sample that I had submitted to the Cedar Cultural Center um, when I was applying for the commissions. Oh, great. Yeah. So so why don't you tell us a little bit about that, um, what this is and what you'll be doing? Sure. Um, so the Cedar co uh, Commissions is basically you get commissioned to write new music um, up to 30 minutes. You get 45 minutes, though. And before I submitted that application, I did not consider myself a composer. I just enjoyed making music. Okay. Um, 
and through the throughout this process though I've actually come out of it being like oh I am a composer and not just a composer I'm aspiring to become an Asmati one of these days nowhere close to it in the traditional sense though because they're like masters of this tradition but that's um, what you've been doing for the last like few months yes so for the yeah. last six months um seven months it's just been like immersion of learning how to compose and to write and then working with a band um that's helping me bring these songs to life yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um one of the people that you're going to be performing with is next to you yes. one of the many friends and <laughs> family that you brought into the studio <laughs> with you which i was very happy to see um sarah do you want to hop in the mic do you want to say anything let me open so i also want to add that sarah is an incredible poet as well and she's also an incredible writer hey sarah how are you that one right there <laughs> Good, good, good. Um, so how did you sort of collaborate with um, Faise? She was telling me that you knew each other for a long time. Yeah, so Faise and I are from childhood yeah. friends. Hold on just a second. I don't think that one's working. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's try. swing that one over. There you go. So we have been childhood best friends. And we've, although we've been in different places and um, different parts of um, the United States, we've been able to keep our connection and really within the past few years, we've been connecting through poetry, through music, and through our cultural ties. So Yeah. What are those cultural ties? Um, well, she's from Ethiopia. I'm from South Sudan. Um, but a lot of uh, the Anyak people, um, I'm from a tribe called the Anyuak tribe. Um, a lot of us also share the same traditions that the the Ethiopian culture shares, and so we've been able to connect through that. Nice. And what will you be doing um, for the Cedar Show? Um, I'm going to be singing backup for Faise. Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, Faise, is there anything else that you wanted to say about the Cedar Show coming up? Yeah, first I want to add, my sister is very humble. (laughs) She is an amazing vocalist, and she's an amazing singer, and um, is really great with improv, and also composes music, too. And before the Cedar Commissions, I've gotten to do a lot of improv with her. It's really amazing. So hopefully we can, you know, compose and perform together in the future and go on world tours, which is what I always say to Sarah. no, That's just, on the record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, just, you know, just want to say thank you to all the folks that have been really helpful for me in this process. Um, the folks in the band, Joseph Damon, Stephanie Watts, and Jordan Hamilton, Ariad, you've gotten to connect with now. And just thank you to the Cedar Cultural Center. Um, thanks for having me on Loops. Um, and just, yeah, there's been so many support from family and friends. I also want to add that folks are coming up from our hometown of Worthington, Minnesota, where we grew up. And there's an entire group of youth that are coming to catch this show. And there's a group called Seeds of Justice in Worthington, Minnesota, that do a lot of uh, cultural work and organizing in Worthington to support immigrants and refugees. So they will be there. And uh, this is also part of trying to lift up that narrative and share more about the initiative they're doing there to start their own cultural center. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful how much that weight that music carries right how many different things it can do and what you're trying to do mm-hmm. um thank you for being here uh Faise. and again if you want to check that out that is the cedar commissions the second night yes the second night the doors are opening at seven and the show starts at seven thirty saturday february 22nd 
I'm assuming there are still tickets available. So go yes. ahead and check that out. Do you want to say anything about the last clip that we have from of your music? Um, no, you know, these are like definitely raw and things that I probably thought no one would ever hear. <laughs> cool. Um, but it's still a cool insight into my process. Um, the second clip is more me strumming and telling the story about my uncle who gave me this nickname um, called Agarish Tamandish, which means like return to your land. I don't know if he meant return to America or <laughs> come back to Ethiopia. Um, <laughs> Up to interpretation. Yeah, and and then I, I will I will say these I will tell this story in the in the Cedar Commissions next um, on Saturday, um, but this is a completely different melody in these samples than what I'm using there. Okay. Yeah. Great. wonderful rhythm to that it can just keep going and going <laughs> and going i love it it fits well into the loops <laughs> manner awesome. of the show i'm glad <laughs> all right well is there anything else you wanted to say before we log out for the for the first episode back season two no just thank you so much for having me i love all the music you're sharing i'm gonna have to keep tuning in thank you yeah. tensai fayusei uh thank you so much for being here mm -hmm. thank you to everybody else that's in the room i appreciate it uh you are listening to loops on the kfai mixcloud channel make sure you Check out all the other shows on KFAI, 90.3 FM, Minneapolis, Radio Without Boundaries. And you can also check it out on kfai.org. 
I am Miguel Odorola, and we will be back in a few weeks. Thanks so much. Don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you.